Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the 415. My name is Raina Starr. With me, as always, is Star Bushimante, my amazing co-host. Say hello, Star. Hello. <laughs> the 415 is brought to you by Desperate Housewives and the Wild Hunt. Please check out wildhunt.org. Give it all of your support. Please also note the opinions expressed on this show are mine and my co-hosts and are no reflection on anyone, any other entity, or any of their subsidiaries. So, welcome to October. We are one month out from the election. Well, a month and a couple of days, I think. Um, So, of course, what would you expect? This is our pre-election show. So, welcome to it. Get a drink. Sit down. Get comfy, because we're going to talk about all things election. And if there's time, we'll address a couple of other things. But we're happy to have you. Um, <laughs> we're going to go over some voting facts and some voting myths, which we thought was an important thing to do because there seems to be, I don't know, a lot of misinformation out there in the world. Um, a lot of it propagated by Republicans, just saying, and some crazy liberals because those exist too, and we understand that. So we're just going to say, Let's go for that. So, Star, what have we got? What What are some of the things that people think are real that are not real? Because I know I came up with one yesterday that was, well, let's start with that one, why don't we? Why don't we start with the, I'm afraid to mail my vote in because I'm afraid it's going to get stolen, changed, or otherwise go missing or not be counted appropriately for the person of my choice or choosing. What is the truth right. about that stuff? Okay, so well, first of all, let's start with the fact that um, there are uh, ten states: uh, Oregon, Washington, Colorado, Utah, California, Kansas, Hawaii, New Jersey, Nevada, and Vermont that are all vote by mail. And uh, the the fact is is that um, you know the percentage of uh, like voter fraud is just like it's it's non-existent um like it ends up like so like in uh vermont they did i think it was vermont they did like a 20-year study and it was point zero 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 six was the was the percentage of uh of of vote of you know voter fraud so it's like negligible um you know and yeah. anybody can go on, go anywhere can go just about to any site that that actually is reputable um the pointer institute which is who powers uh, uh politifact uh the brennan center which is uh, brennancenter.org has tons of great information uh, but yeah, so like, so this idea that uh, voting by mail is somehow um, not secure is is just utter bullshit. Um, you know, there's a really great government website. It's the Cyber Security and Infrastructure uh, Security Agency, or SISA. Mm-hmm. Uh, CISA.org. Uh, anyone can just check out check out what they have. They have um, they have great. They have one whole section. It's called Rumor Control, um, and, the, and then the subheading is Election Security versus uh, Election Security Rumor versus Reality. And they give you the you know the first line is reality, and then below that is what the rumor is. Uh, and, and they go every single one. 
so like the number the the first one on on their site which is uh this the site was just updated on the 3rd of October um mm-hmm. reality the existence of a vulnerability in election technology is not evidence that the vulnerability has been exploited or that the results of an election have been impacted technology has vulnerabilities identifying and mitigating vulnerabilities is an important security practice and this is in response to to the rumor that vulnerabilities in election technology mean that elections have been hacked and that hackers are able to change the election results so that is completely false you know there is no record of any election in the US having been hacked or that the election results were you know were altered in in any way um the very next one the rumor is that people can easily violate the integrity of the mail-in absentee ballot request process to receive and cast unauthorized mail-in absentee ballots or prevent authorized voters from voting successfully in person and the reality on that is that there are numerous safeguards in place to protect the integrity of of mail-in absentee ballot processes and um that includes uh, the use of mail-in absentee ballot request forms so so this idea that i mean and i think that this has been pushed so much that uh that it is just kind of soaked into people's consciousness that they think that somehow it's not it's not safe or um it has the ability to be be tampered with but i'm i'm here to tell you that the number of cases involving any kind of uh like voter fraud is like tiny i mean we're talking tiny like i think what did i read earlier because I did my due diligence and um I mean we're talking like handfuls of cases um and yep. many of them many of them have been in error you know where somebody um thought that they had um either that they were eligible to vote when they weren't uh this is particularly true you'll remember in Florida uh if you paid your fines and were not in prison then they said that you were eligible to vote but then um since then rounded up a bunch of people who had done, had done that very thing and they charged them with voter fraud i'm not exactly right. sure where all of that stands but there've been a smattering of those kind of cases um which is really not the fault you know if you if you contact the election uh commission or board and they say yes you're good to vote and then you go vote and then they turn around and say oops so sorry um that's real i mean obviously that's going to be a, a mess to clean up but that's not really that's not even really what i would call voter fraud um you know perhaps one of the biggest cases was here in north carolina where there was all kinds of nonsense with um what they call ballot harvesting and um ballot stuffing but i mean overall um yeah the the number is is negligible i mean we're talking about a a voting public that the number of people that are eligible to vote is you know between like i think it's around somewhere between 200 and 15 15 million and 240 million something like that um mm-hmm. so you know Yeah. Hang on one second. I forgot to mention that there is cursing on this show and I wanted to use this word before but I realized I hadn't given my cursing disclaimer, but now that you've all been warned, we're talking about fuckery. So anyway, go ahead, Star, I'm so sorry. Yeah, fuckery for sure. Well, and and so like then, you know, among among the claims that um are being tossed out there and I mean and I I just want to say that there've been a number of studies that have been re- been released as far as how all of this myths and disinformation is undermining the integrity of our elections um yeah and like 99% of it is bullshit um there's there's mm-hmm. no real risk uh 
this whole idea that our elections aren't safe or that they can be tampered with, uh, it, it's just, it's, it's basically nonsense. Um, another, another big myth that you hear is that um, the drop boxes that have been used in elections, which some of you may recall during uh, when everything was in lockdown uh, during the pandemic, and there was a lot of concern the first year because of the 2020 election, how is this going to work? And so a lot of states expanded access, um, allowed um, ma- being able to mail in votes and, and drop off votes where they hadn't allowed that before. Um, and a lot of them installed drop boxes in as many places as, as they could to make it easier. And um so then there's this myth of that, you know, that um, that those ballots are easily tampered with and just all kinds mm-hmm. of just, none of that is true. Um, there are really good safeguards in place to protect those ballots. Um, and like I said, you can go to uh, SISA.gov and see mm-hmm. All, all of this, and I mean, and they break it down to you, to break it down for you in addition to saying this is what's really happening, this is the nonsense that's being put forth, and um, then they just say, okay, like, so this is how this works, and then they give you other sources where you can, you know, um, you can check all of this. So, I mean. I think the problem is, is that disinformation was fed so heavily from 2016 on, especially after 2016 that, you know, you keep hearing the same bullshit repeated and repeated and repeated, and you can repeat something so often that in a lot of minds it becomes fact. And, I mean, I'm guilty of that. That's happened to me, too. Because after going through the trauma of four years of Trump, and I'm sorry, that's just a fact, um, I was, I'm still traumatized. I'm still concerned because I see a lot of attempts at fuckery out there um, by the, the things that the Republican Party are trying to install as new voting rules and limitations and closing down early voting. And all of these things right. are things they are going to attempt to do. Well, and, and those, are, those are legitimate concerns, and we'll, we'll get to those in, in a right. minute, because there are some, there are some legitimate concerns. Um, but a lot of these false claims, um, you know, another one is that uh, that voting systems, both the hardware and software, haven't been reviewed or tested, and that they're easily manipulated. That's absolutely false. Um, you know, we have some of the most rigorous. You know, and granted, some of it is. You know, could it be better? Sure, I'm sure, um, because technology is one of those things that's that's really fluid. Um, you know, it's it's changing all the time and it's improving all the time. Um, but 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 the you know all of that is tested multiple multiple times. Uh, and if you have any doubts, check out what Dominion is doing, and and they are fixing to see the pants off of some people in the lawsuits that they have filed uh, for defamation, um, oh, among yeah. other things. So, um, you know, all of that. That it's it's nonsense that, that that's not safe. Uh, I'm going to use the word nonsense a lot today, um, <laughs> so just let you know. Um, you know, mm-hmm. then there's this whole thing that votes are being cast by dead people, and that their votes are being are being uh, actually counted. That is not true. Um, have some uh, have some of those gotten through? Um, yes, they have, uh, but as a rule, they're they're caught and um, you know. And if you intentionally like vote for you know have, cast a ballot for your dead wife, um, then that, my friend, is a federal offense. Uh, and lo and behold, that in fact did happen. And guess what? It was a Republican. Uh, then there was another guy. Also a Republican who uh, who voted for Trump. His wife had been missing for I don't know, like a year and a half, um, and then later he was charged with her murder. So there you go. Um, those are the kinds wow. of you know 
Yeah, yeah, you know, but <laughs> he killed but her overall, just so he could he could use her vote. That's why he killed her, just so he could use, use uh, her no, vote. No, I, I, no, I think he was just, uh, um, you know, out there. Well, he was a Trump supporter, so do I need to really say more? I don't think so. Um, well, hang, a minute, hang on a minute. I, I, will, I will tell you what, what this charmer's name was. Um, uh, Barry, uh, Barry Morphew of Colorado um, admitted to FBI agents that he cast a ballot in November in favor of Trump and uh, in the name of his missing wife. And then in May of 2021, he was charged with murdering his wife, who disappeared in May of 2020. Um, you know, almost all of all of the the best documented cases that we've seen where people like voted, you know, because there was another guy, Bruce Bartman of Pennsylvania, was convicted of voter fraud after he cast a ballot for Trump. <coughs> excuse me, uh, in the name of his dead mother. Um, and then there were two other cases in Pennsylvania uh, of voter fraud. Both were for Trump. Um, you know, then there was another one in, in Nevada, also for Trump. Um, so it's pretty hilarious when uh, you hear the Republicans and uh, Republican pundits hollering about voter fraud when uh, almost all of the the cases have been have been Republicans that have been uh, <coughs> excuse me I think I swallowed a hairball uh, have have been have been the ones guilty of of doing those kinds of things um, but so you know none of that is true they they have wow. checks and rechecks and and there are anytime in most states. Also, I want to point out that, especially with with early voting and mail-in voting, they have what are known as ballot cures. Okay, so like there are a number of things that can get a ballot tossed tossed out, right? So like um, I think in North Carolina, you have to both sign your ballot, but then you also have to sign the envelope, and so um, Sometimes people miss that, and so they send it in. There's no signature on on the envelope. Mm-hmm. And so then in order for that ballot to be processed, they have to apply what's known as a cure, um, which, right. uh, you know, or like the signatures don't match. Or, you know, I mean, there can be any number of, of little things that can be easily fixed uh, by applying what's known as a cure which means that they reach out to that person and they say, hey, you didn't do this thing, and we need you to do this yeah. thing. Right, yeah. and, and then, then the voter does the thing, whatever the thing was that they didn't do, and then the, the ballot is considered cured and able to be added to the pile to, to, to be counted. Um, and that is a very common practice. There are some people who would be like, oh, but blah, 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 blah. okay, it's nonsense. Um, most states offer... Um, ballot cures because I mean ideally you want everyone to vote sure so and then there I think there are some states even that like um, you know in primaries if you're uh, if you're if you're not aligned with with one party or the other you can't you can't vote in the you know you have to be affiliated with the party in order to vote right I think that's true I think that's true in Florida yes um you know, and then there are things like, you know, someone posted voter registration data, and that means that voter registration databases have been hacked. Also nonsense. Um, a good uh, percentage of voter uh, registration data is publicly available. Um, right. You know, uh, so just because that uh, – that information was, you know, there. was, right, it's out there. It's publicly accessible. Um, you know, that if, you know, if there is an online uh, uh, registration site, website that has an outage, um, then somehow the election has been compromised. Uh, you know, as anyone who knows, who spends any time online, 
there can be internet outages for any reason, and that doesn't necessarily mean that there was, you know, some kind of, you know, nefarious, malicious activity going on. Um, you know, I mean, and there's there's tons of there's ton, there's tons of variations on that. That you know, that if any form of state or local uh, uh, tech has been compromised, then the election results can't you know can't be trusted. Uh, it's a bunch of nonsense. You know, it's completely separate, and uh, because like especially here in North Carolina. Uh, yes. I think okay. Are you back? You're back. Okay, you just you were, I'm here. You, you popped out for a moment, and and now you're popped back in. Okay, good. Um, before we go any further, I just wanted folks to go get a pen so they could write down this website because I am going to read it to you, and I am going to spell it for you. So go get your pencils and a piece of paper um, to check all of this myths and disinformation, uh, so you can see it for yourself please check out www.cisa, it's C as in cat, I as in uh, island, S as in Sam, A as in America, dot gov, G-O-V, as in victory, slash, rumor control, all one word, R-U-M as in Mary, O-R-C-O-N as in Nancy, C-R-O-L. So it's www.cisa.gov slash rumor control, forward slash rumor control. Okay, so that's a great way to check out what's real, what's not real, as we have just uh, been discussing. Uh, before we go any further, I've got to give a shout out to wildhunt.org. Um, also, um, Wild Hunt is asking folks, uh, Please send photos of your ancestor altars to PCN at wildhunt.org if you are interested in, in letting them see it. Um, so I believe they are doing something on ancestral altars. Go ahead, start. Go ahead and fill in that information for me, would you? Right. So our idea is that you know uh, the pictures would be for publication. Uh, they need to be like uh, PNG or JPEG in format, and we want to see your pictures and we want to use them for publication. So you can send them to PCN at WildHunt.org, and um, you know give us an idea of where the picture was taken and who took the picture, so we can we can make sure that we assign uh, credit properly. I mean, you don't have to give us your address. You can say you know somewhere in the wilds of of uh, you know Kentucky or New Hampshire or California or wherever, um, and then your your name, and 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 while you're at it, please remember to give love and support monetarily and visually, meaning to read uh, the dailies from Wild Hunt Wild Hunt Org. I'll be okay. Loose lips. Um, but please give them all your support. They are the pagan paper of record, and we need, especially now, you know, anytime we come into an election season, I'm always especially sketched out by some of the bullshit I hear. And Wild Hunt gives you the real stuff. It's by real reporters, real folks doing a real job, and a good one at that. I'm telling you, give, give wildhunt.org all of your support. There are so few things that we have uh, with a pagan perspective, and we need to support them, uh, especially when they are credible resources, because again, few and far between. So please support wildhunt.org. Okay. So, so another thing so, uh, you need to know. Go ahead, Scott. Yeah. Okay. So, um, you know, is really make sure that you're getting your information from reliable sources. And, um, I mean, I'm not going to go through all, I mean, there are so many of these just, I mean, like, okay, for instance, like there's something circulating that, that uh, the way that an election can be defrauded is by printing and sending in extra mail-in ballots. Um, this is absolutely false. Um, there are multiple safeguards in place to prevent that very thing. And also, mm -hmm. once a vote has been recorded, 
then it, you're marked off the list, right? Yeah. So once yeah. your ballot is, you know, once you submit your ballot, like that's why, you know, if you vote in person, you you go in and they ask you for your name and they ask you to verify your street uh, address. So, you know, some places, some states ask for ID now. Um, I think in North Carolina, that the the picture ID law is still. Uh, I don't think it's currently happening. Um, no, it doesn't apply if you've already voted. It does apply for first-time voters in North Carolina. Yeah. Um, but uh, and only if you did not like if you if you registered to vote online or by mail and didn't include a picture ID, then um, then you have to show a, show an ID. Um, but you know, so this idea that people are just like printing off ballots and sending in, you know, a hundred ballots, you know, that it's it's nonsense. Yeah. Okay, absolute nonsense. It is not a thing. Um, you know, and and I mean, there are like literally dozens of. I mean, some of the stuff is just so crazy that you just have to wonder like how anybody can believe it. But as we know, people do. People will believe anything. And often they will believe a lie quicker than uh, than they will believe the truth, almost unilaterally. Um, so the next thing is, if you're not registered to vote, how do, how can you register to vote? And there's an excellent, excellent nonprofit site called RockTheVote.org, and every single thing that you could possibly need to know about how to check to see if you're registered, uh, how to register, where your polling places are. Uh, even you can even get sample a sample what the ballot is going to look like ahead of the election, so you can do your research. Oh, there's a scary word, research. Um, Rock the vote has all of that information. I mean, and it is extremely easy. You just you know you can. Click on check your registration under how to vote, um, and then you put in your name and your address, and it will search. And then after that, once it finds you, if you're registered and it finds it, and it'll 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 give you your name, your birth date, and what your voter status is. Then you can click on get ready to vote in your next election, and it will tell you, um, you know, where your polling place is. Um, you know, you can click on general election. It gives you all the dates. So, like, for instance, in North Carolina, it, uh, you can still, re- if you're not registered, you can still register as long as your registration is uh, postmarked by the 14th. Today is the 6th. That means you have eight more days. Um uh, and you can also go into, I believe you can go directly into the uh, Board of Elections office and register to vote there. Um, early voting in North Carolina starts on the 20th and runs through the 5th. And the 5th is the last day that, that you can do early voting. Um, absentee ballots uh, have to be uh, completed, have to be received by 5 p.m. on November 1st, uh, and then election day is, I think, the 8th. I think it's the 8th. Um, so bad news for those of you out there. You're going to have to listen to some of this again on uh, on November 3rd because we are going to probably talk about this again. Imagine that. Shocking. Um but yeah, so rockthevote.org. It is you can find everything that that you possibly could want to know about voting, and you know if you want to volunteer, uh, they have an action fund. If you want to donate, um, you know if you want to work the polls, uh, literally everything that you could possibly want to know about voting is right there. On Rock the Vote, and it's it's a it's a trustworthy site. So yeah. there you go. Absolutely. Yay! I'm a huge fan of early voting, 
And the reason why I'm such a fan of it is because I hate lines. <laughs> and if you're somebody like me who has physical ailments and other lack of patience and you have the ability to vote early, I highly recommend voting early. I love doing it. Um, it's interesting for me because this year early voting actually starts on my birthday. Um, so I will be going one of those days the first weekend. To, so I'm, I'm pretty excited. Uh, unfortunately, hey. I had other plans that, that, could not, that could not go through because of other things in other countries that I have to deal with, but that's okay. Um, the least I can do is vote early here, so I'm pretty excited about that. That's actually what I'm looking forward to for my birthday this year. So I'll show you how fucking interesting Yeah. Well, well, you know what? But, Let me tell you something. When you think about the things that we have already lost as far as, like, rights <laughs> um, in a lot of places, I'm gonna I'm gonna exercise my motherfucking right to vote until they rip that thing from my cold dead hands, because you know there's a there's a group of people out there, and they would love nothing more than to disenfranchise people like us, women, pagans, uh, uterine carrying persons, people who are gendered and non-gendered, um, our gay friends. I mean. There's folks who think if you don't act and look and behave just like them that your vote shouldn't even count. So, yeah, come and get it, bitches. I'm voting. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited well, about it. You know, there's a lot on the ballot. There's a lot on the ballot. There's a lot, there's a lot at risk. So let's, let's talk a there, little bit about some of the things that are at risk right now. Okay. So, um, well, first of all, I think that one of the things that um, – that is real, okay, that is not <laughs> is not a voter myth. Um, and if you doubt this, you can go um, to, the, uh, to the Brennan Center uh, site, which, um, and, and there, there have been even studies that have been released that um, the impact of all of this disinformation has had and the concern for democracy. Now, one of the things all of these, uh, voter fraud, you know, uh, nonsense, all of these lies, because that's what they are. We're going to call them what they are. They're not myths. They're lies, okay? Mm-hmm. It's, it's all lies, and there are people who and, – and I think it's important to, to point out that there are – not only are there um, elected officials and wanting to be elected officials profiting from this, but there are other people who are making cold, hard cash off of all of this. You know, that whole audit that happened in, in Arizona, um, you know, the, I mean, the state paid for, had to pay for some of that. Um, and there are people who are, you know, who are shilling for donations because they're going to save our country or whatever. Um, you know, Donald Trump has has fundraised off this from, from the beginning. Um, you know, they're all profiting from this. And a lot of them are in trouble because they can't show where that money, that that, that money, you know, legitimately went to, to what it was, what it's for. But so as what has grown out of all of these fake claims or lies, as we like to call them, um, is that there has been all kinds of legislation that has been tossed out there that basically make it harder to vote. You know, they have limited uh, early voting. They have, uh, in some cases, eliminated drop boxes altogether. Um, You know, the whole uh, big within the black community are the events designed to get people from church to to the polls. Um, on on Sundays, so a lot of states have eliminated Sunday voting or tried to or severely limited the number of Sundays available because they don't want those people to vote. That is voter suppression, clear and simple, okay? There's no – and if you think that is not racially motivated – then I don't know. I really don't know what to say to you. And you, I, I hope you enjoy the bubble world that you live in because the reality right. is that 
voter suppression is a thing. It has become more of a thing as a result of all this bullshit, and it specifically targets uh, minority voters, but also people that, you know, that are not uh, well-to-do, you know? So poor white people, too. Although, generally, it seems to be easier to convince them to vote against their own best interests for um, reasons that I I will never fully uh, comprehend. Uh, So... You know, so so that's definitely one of the the things that that is at stake. Um, you know, if you would like to see more of idiots trying to take over the cap, I would say that is something that uh, is is a definite uh, going to be a reality. As if people are not held accountable, and I mean everyone who helped to foment January sixth then we will likely see more of this again. Um, Women's rights, um, you know, they've already, um, we've seen the damage that just a one-term president can do in the number of justices. He appointed three justices, which have now swung the court to the most conservative it's been in um, decades, uh, upending the the rule of law, you know, no one has the right to you know to have uh, have an abortion. I don't know if you saw this, Raina, but uh, just in the last week, uh, I think it was the state of Florida is now in order to make sure that there are no trans girls on any sports teams, they are requiring uh, anyone who identifies as female to supply their uh, their they they want their menstrual records of when they're having cycles. I shit you not, this is a thing. I don't know whether whether they can actually legislate that or not, <clears throat> but it's 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 a thing. Okay? So imagine that you in order to prove that you're not a trans girl slash woman, you must provide your coach with a record of when your periods were. I'm sorry, that doesn't even make sense. First of all, athletes notoriously have scattered menstrual cycles because of the hormones that change and are released and uh, different there are so many different factors that can affect the cycle. I find that first of all, I find it just disgusting and abhorrent, but not even fucking practical. So you're saying that somebody who doesn't have pure, so, so what if you're a person who identifies as female, just supposing, and you don't have periods because of what, I mean, do you have to supply uh, some kind of a doctor's note explaining why you don't, I mean, what kind of sense, no, no. No, yeah. no, 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 well, no, no, see, no, here's what, no. Here's what I would here's what I would like to see if they manage to to push this through or whatever. I would hope that every girl on every sports team just saves up all of her bloody tampons and pads and goes and dumps them on you know the administrator's desk and says, "Here, motherfucker, you, you know, just wanted to let you know that I bled a lot this month, um, and keep it up when you can too." Um, Oh, that that might be going a little too far, threatening a you know a school official. But um, you know, I mean, th- but this is the kind of thing. Okay, so um, we have some other fun things we're going to discuss today when it comes to nonsense. Um, but let's go back to some of the other things that 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 are are at stake. Um, obviously, okay. what a woman can what a woman can do with her body in my opinion, should be between her and her doctor and no one fucking else. That should totally be her her decision. Um, and, and that's basically on the ballot. Um, you know, our wild places, we are losing our wild places. I mean, climate change, you name it. There are so many issues. But the immediate, you know, I mean, the court has basically signaled 
I mean, if you look at some of the cases that the court is going to hear um, this session, uh, it's 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 pretty horrifying. Um, you know, one is a um, a website designer in Colorado, I think, who wants to expand into doing weddings, but doesn't want to have to uh, have to have gay customers, and so <clears throat> they have a court. They have a case that's going to go before the Supreme Court on uh, whether Colorado can force them to uh, to not discriminate because they don't want to ha- they don't want to have to have gay customers because it's forcing them to um, you know agree with values that they don't agree with by having a gay customer um, and so uh, there there's that. Um, there is um, a whole bunch of there's like cases that have been combined that have to do with the um, Indian Child Welfare Act. Um, these are white people who are mad because they didn't get first option to adopt adopt an indigenous child because under the Indian Welfare the Indian Child Welfare Act uh, relatives or members of the tribe are given preference over anyone else so the child uh, uh, continues to have a connection to the culture that it was born into. Um, But there are some angry white people who um, feel like that that, I mean, basically they're alleging reverse discrimination. I mean, um, you know, and and there are a couple of more cases like that as, as well that are that are pending that are that are all essentially uh, reverse discrimination and I, I i wrote about it uh on monday in pagan community notes um you know uh okay, things like so this. I got these, these... <laughs> i got some thoughts I, I just you know the the folks at home can't see the look on my face they can't see <laughs> i can the disheveledness of when you fucking say shit like this, and I, I actually make this pulling the hair out of my head motion because I can't just, I can't fucking take it. Um, okay, so I don't know where I'm right and someone else is right in this particular instance. First of all, the idea that children should not be tied to their, their culture because white people are pissed. So fuck yourselves, white people, uh, who believe that. Number one, that's just a very fucking easy statement. But here's my thing. Okay, so people don't want to have to service people who they don't uh, align with or agree with. So tell me if I'm wrong. And you can tell me if I'm wrong because maybe I also have a problem. I don't want to deal with bigots. I don't want to deal with people who are fucking hate mongers. I don't want to deal with people that that think an illegitimate president is still president. I don't want to deal with people who don't agree that science is real. I don't want to deal with people. I mean, if I had a business, I wouldn't want to deal with those people because I don't want their support and I don't want to support them. So is that the same thing as not wanting to what? For I mean... Am I wrong for not, I mean, do I have a right to say I fucking hate these bullshit Christians? I'm not talking about real Christians. I'm talking about the fake ones. Y'all know what I mean. I'm talking about the people who, you know, they love everyone and, you know, everyone is deserving of love and appreciation, but then want to tell you exactly how to live your life, ignoring the idea that God said free will if you ever read the Bible uh, or have ever had a real Sunday school teaching, um, I, I, you know, I've been through this bullshit because I was raised by Pentecost who were Republicans, obviously. Um, so I get really angry because uh, having been raised in the church, the amount of hypocrisy is just so fucking overwhelming. It's amazing. Everyone just doesn't drown in their own bullshit. So please forgive me, but yeah, do I have prejudices too? Yeah, fucking right I do. I don't like this well, kind of bullshit. I don't like controlling other people's bodies. I don't like the, the, I mean, if I had a business, I would have to ask myself these questions. 
would that be equal? Would I be considered just as, a, as bad of a person? Talk to me. Get me off this ledge. Okay. So when we're talking about anti-discrimination laws, generally it's because you're dealing with a minority group that has been discriminated against. Okay? Okay. Um, <laughs> as far as I know, um, you know, white people are not a minority, uh, nor are Christians. Um, in most states, I, I mean, I don't know what most states do. I know that in North Carolina, you have the right to refuse service to someone for pretty much any reason. Um, you know, uh, but it becomes discrimination when you are refusing to serve a specific type of customer that is part of a protected minority. For instance, Less you could not okay. you could not put up a sign that says you know we don't serve Indians here, or we don't serve black people, or we don't serve gay people because those are all protected minorities, right? Um, now you could put up a sign that says we do not serve assholes, um, and that is very broad. And um, you know I think technically that, that you would be within your rights to you know. Uh, to do that. So so there's a there's a definite difference here in, you know, is the person, you know, I mean, what the woman in um in the case which is the um the file name it's uh, 303 Creative LLC uh versus uh Elenis. But I mean, it could have a broad reaching depending on how it's interpreted and how they rule on it could act uh, civil rights, you know. Now the the court has had the way the court has outlined it is whether or not state laws can compel an artist to speak or stay silent when it comes to accepting clients uh, that they may disagree with. Um, mm -hmm. But I mean, a lot of this is going to be how they apply, you know, how they rule and how that how that ruling can be applied as to how discriminatory it could end up being. Um, you know, but then there are other cases. There's two cases um, that are affirmative action cases that, that the court's going to hear this month that um, is also kind of that reverse discrimination nonsense where, you know, they're saying that, um, that white students and uh, Asian students were, uh, were discriminated against in favor of uh, allowing, you know, in order to ensure a more diverse student body, right? Um, so here you have to kind of look at the money too. Uh, so basically, affirmative action uh, laws that are that are on the books apply for universities to um, to basically make space for students of color and to have as as you know. So so they can turn down somebody that maybe has a higher um, grade point average that's white to take somebody who has a slightly less uh, high GPA that is a person of color in order to have more of uh, more diversity within within their student body. Right. Uh, you know, but yeah, you know, angry white people once again. Um, and uh, if you look at these cases, uh, the guy who uh, Who's filed both of these uh, has had <coughs> a number of. He's filed a bunch of stuff, and he's basically a racist. So, um, wow. you know, the other the other important case that's before the court is, um, you know, there's a uh, a voting rights uh, case that they're going to hear that concerns Al Alabama. Um, but there's also, uh, you know, there's some environmental cases. Uh, you know, and now, of course, the election is not going to do anything about any of these cases that the court is is going to to hear. Okay. However, here's the number one reason that you should vote, and that is that if the Democrats, and I believe they will, hold on to control of Congress and the Senate, then they can, in fact, 
if they have enough of a majority, they can pass laws that restore voting rights, that restore our rights to bodily autonomy. Um, so a lot of these things that the, that, the, that the court may rule on, they can fix simply by passing legislation that we know Biden will sign into law. So that's the number one reason okay. to vote. All right, but let me also press you on this, because people mm. hear majority, and majority means more than one thing in this instance. It is not mm-hmm. enough to simply have a simple majority. We actually need to pick up seats. Why do we need mm-hmm. more seats? Well, in order to get something past the Senate, we need 60 votes. There are 100 Senate seats. And in order to avoid the filibuster and actually push something through, and, uh, you know, I mean, and granted, now they've done some things um, in order to, uh, I, I can't think of the term that, that, that they use where they've, um, where they've managed to skirt the filibuster and get things pushed through uh, without this, uh, the 60-vote majority. But a lot of things require that. If they have enough of a majority being like, I don't know if we can pick up that many more seats. You know, I don't know that we can get to 60, but even if we can get to, say, 57 or 58, then a lot of times are, there are a few Republicans that will that will vote with the with the Dems. I think that what we're going to see is that things are going to continue to get even crazier. But even if all we do is hold on to control of both houses, then that mitigates the damage that the wingnut can do should the Republicans get control of one or, God forbid, both houses, okay? Um, So the best case scenario is that we have enough of a majority that we don't have to rely on Republicans uh, to to get stuff pushed through. Less good scenario is that we just maintain control and we mitigate the damage. Um, I think that we're going to see people turn out People are pissed. People are pissed about about this election, and there is so much wing nutty stuff. Oh my goodness! Okay, so let me tell you my favorite wing nut story of of the week. Um, and this has been this has been circulating since uh, about February of uh, maybe January or February uh, of of this year when a video. Uh, at a school board meeting in Michigan went viral uh, after a parent claimed that uh, a nefarious new agenda had taken hold of public schools in her county. Um, and that was that, um, that, it, that one local school was allowing, allowing students to identify as cat furries and um, that they had even put in a litter box for for that child. Um, now, anybody in their right mind is going to look at this and say, "Well, that's just nonsense, right?" But apparently not. And it was back in the news this week because yet another person running for office has has you know, I mean, and and it's in like a bunch of states now. I mean, it's just. It's absolutely, this is like one of the nuttiest things I've ever heard. And it, which, I mean, from a comedic standpoint, I get it. I get it. I mean, this is like, this is gold. Why even have writers? You can just see what the, what the idiots, uh, you know, are, are tossing out there. Um, but holy moly. I mean, I was just like, that can't be real. And in fact, it is. I mean, this is like, been all over the country uh, since the beginning of the year, um, both coasts and everywhere, that that this continues the to pop up. Is strong. The stupid oh, is man. strong. I don't know how I'm, this happens where 
people with logical minds, I don't know, did Trump really microwave everyone's brain? It really seems like people have gone through this transition from logical thought to, well, anything's possible. Uh, No, Buttercup, it's not. I hate to tell you. And even, let me tell you something. Here's the fucked up thing. I don't even care. If somebody wants to identify as a cat, that is their universally given right to identify however the fuck they want. Not that this is even real because it's not. But even if somebody did, who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? Who, who as a child did not fantasize about not being like there was this, there was this uh, character on TV when I was a little girl named Simba, and it was about a white lion. And this was a brave little lion who solved everybody's problem. Who didn't dream about being, um, you know, a powerful animal, like, or or a powerful wizard or a powerful something other? Because children inherently don't really have power. They have people telling them what the fuck to do. I know in my life that lasted well into my twenties. But anyway, that's another story. But the truth of the well, matter is. But, yeah. Well, you know okay, what I mean? So. Whoever as a child didn't think about that. And who gives a shit if they do? It, it changes with age. What happened to imagination and just leaving people the fuck alone for a while? God, everything is so fucking controlled. It makes me crazy. Well, I had I had to laugh when I when I saw this pop up on, on Twitter the other day. I had to laugh because, you know, it's like people are like, oh, my God, you know, like my – kid when they were like five wore a bunny suit like for I don't know like yeah. most of the school year like this poor parent was like you know I had to wash their bunny suit like every day because that was the only thing that they would that they would that they would wear um, you know and I think that any parent who like gives their kid you know a fair amount of, of uh, free license has had those periods where they have a child that's like, I'm only wearing these red tights. These are the only, you know, um, or a bunny suit or whatever, you know, I'm wearing these cat ears every day, you know, I mean, so, yeah, I mean, just, but but this is the kind of madness that we are seeing. I mean, and that's just one example, Um, you know, one more thing, and I got I got to mention it because it's just I saw this and it made me laugh out loud like for a long time. So um, Truth Social, I think, is connected to this, um, but there's a conservative uh, a dating app called The Right Stuff, and um, I saw a post online where people were complaining. I mean, and there have been, there've been multiple news stories about this at this point where it's like, basically there, there are very few women on the site um, and it's mostly men and they're all angry. And um, because they, they honestly answered, they said that they honestly answered their questions about January 6th, um, that then they got a call from the FBI. So the hilarity, I mean, that story is one that just, um, that just keeps on giving, and every time I see something about it, I laugh out loud. Um, that they said, "Yes, I was at I was at the Capitol on January 6th because I'm a patriot," and then someone on the dating app turned them in to the FBI and said, "Hey, did you know about this guy?" <laughs> so, so if you're looking for men, you know. And you're a conservative, the right stuff might just be the place for you because there's apparently only men on it or very few women. <laughs> so that's that's all I've got. Make sure well, you register I thought that to vote. Was, make sure you're registered to vote. Not only that, uh please check out wildhunt.org and send them your ancestor altar photos if you want them to be included in the story, not that they are going to print all of them. I don't know what the budget is for that, but um, certainly if you're willing to share, uh, please send uh, with a description of where they were perhaps taken. You don't have to be too specific. I'm sure if you merely mention your state, that's enough. Um, But, you know, if you want to share your ancestral 
alter fo uh, photos, please send them to cn at wildhunt.org, uh, which is great. And please support the Wild Hunt. They're, they're the pagan paper of record. But um, please make sure you're registered. It's so important. We, we, we're trying to be, you know, have a laugh right now, but everything we said is really kind of damn serious <laughs> if you think about it. We're, we're, we can't afford to lose the House or the Senate. Please make sure we retain both. And if there's any way the gods see fit, hopefully they'll give us a little bit more of a majority so we can actually prevent some more disastrous things from this ridiculous Supreme Court, uh, or at least mitigate the damage as much as possible. But uh, that's it for, for myself and, and Star Bustamante for this month. Say goodnight, Star. Good night, Star. All right, everybody. We are going to be back with you next month. Uh, we are going to talk about the results of the election, uh, well, no. probably in December, because next month we will still be just before, just before the election. So a lot of what you heard today, you may or may not hear again, unless something really shitty goes down that we have to discuss instead. Y'all take care now. Bye-bye.